Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, it's a sportive. We're back. I can't believe we're back and doing something in a timely fashion. Uh I'm Brandon. John's here. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. Hi. Uh, Chicken Fingers 69 is also in attendance tonight. Hi, Chicken. How you doing? <laughs> okay, you cut out at a bad spot, but I did hear, I think I heard you just say, fuck. I said, what's up, fuckers? Okay, all I heard is, that's perfect. I said, how's it going? That's good. <laughs> I like that. Now you're coming in a little bit better. Uh, we got the important part. Um, we'll abandon video next if if the audio just is too poopy let's do it i'm doing it right now we're doing the video yeah i'm done with it Uh, i've had enough man i do i love i do love the video part i do too just because not only not only do i get to see chicken's rants and brandon's (laughs) rants Uh but i get to see the look on their faces when the other one is ranting and that is particularly (laughs) a joy for me Mm -hmm. when brandon's going off about something and Chicken's just getting angrier and angrier or, or when chicken's going off about something and Brandon's just getting more and more confused, but also <laughs> delighted. Oh, I love seeing that. So disappointed here. This is terrible podcasting. No one else is, can see any of this. So the reason I said that this was timely is because this is, as you all know, who are listening, this is our annual Vikings preview podcast. Um, lovely day. Lovely day. <laughs> lovely day. Lovely yep. day. We've been doing this for 12, 15 years now, who's counting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's one of our favorite times of the year. I think that this is maybe the only one that we actually get on the schedule and commit to doing. Usually our <laughs> twins mm-hmm. preview no, comes, what, mid-May? Mm-hmm. Most of the season, this all of our hope has been dashed at that point anyway. But uh, we stay pretty consistent with this one. Um, so we've got a lot we want to get to for all things Vikings. First thing I wanted to start with, uh, the most important thing to us, the reason we do this is our listeners. You all know that. Uh, and I've got Hello. some... Uh, Who? Our li- <laughs> oh, I've got a listener uh, submission that was sent to me, and I wanted to read that out um, just to start this up. <clears throat> okay. This is from a listener named Rocket. Oh, no. (laughs) He said, if you would be so kind, please note that Mike Zimmer is a puckered asshole who is significantly better at cutting (laughs) people down and stabbing them in the back than he ever was at coaching football. And we should all be glad he is gone. Thanks, Rocket. So I just want to start with that's end quote. Uh, (laughs) I don't really have anything more to add. Uh, I just wanted to kick it off with that. Here's the thing. Up until the part about 
we all should be glad he's gone. I'm not even sure Mike Zimmer would take issue with any of that. <laughs> kind of a what of it reaction. Yeah. Yeah, I, so. I think I, if Mike Zimmer was here right now, I think we would have just seen him nodding along like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good at cutting people down. What what do you what do you? Yeah, that, that was that was the Mike Zimmer way. So I'm not sure there was anything controversial up until we're all glad that he's gone. Right. Except yeah. it's fairly clear that everybody at Winter Park is glad that he's gone. Whether that's a good thing remains to be seen. True. But True. I don't think that there's. I, I really doubt that any of the players or staffers around the Minnesota Vikings organization are like, man, I like getting yelled at. Missed. Those Missed were the days. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there are. Headlines. Some, some, people, some people respond well to that and know that they need it and have said that kind of thing before. So who knows? Maybe there's a few. But ultimately, just an angry, just an angry guy having him around every day. Whether it's making you better or not, it's just not that much fun. Right. But like I say, it remains to be seen whether Camp Happy Time is going to be any better mm-hmm. than the angriest man in the world. Yeah, it certainly doesn't guarantee anything. And we all like to go from ditch to ditch with a lot of these um, coach uh, attitudes, <laughs> mentalities, et cetera. Right. Like then the next guy is going to be a hard ass and then we'll go back to lovey dovey and and on we go. And uh, we've. We've gone, Minnesota sports have gone ditch to ditch with coaches before, but I'm not sure the ditches have ever been farther apart than they were with this one. Uh Uh-huh. I have not been paying attention, John. Can you enlighten me? How is uh, KOC as a coach, you think, so far? Is he very much a player's coach? He seems like, he seems like the kind of guy that you would be pretty happy if he was coaching your nine-year-old baseball team. You know okay. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like soft spoken. The, the boys just love him. He really, he really, he's a teacher. He's a teacher and he's really encouraging. Now, like I said, that might work. I honestly don't know how this year is going to come out. I, I, I would be as equally unsurprised if they were three and 14 as if they were 14 and three this year. No, I take that back. I'd be really surprised if they were 14 and three this year, but you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, exactly. So, the attitude maybe, is not so much a concern to me. I mean, I think if there's a guy who's a real grump, but he's very successful, then we'd be okay with it. Like Belichick obviously is the number one example of that. Um, but I think that Zimmer, if you look back on it, was fine and got a pretty good shake and it had run its course and it all seemed to work out pretty much exactly the way it should have worked out. I don't think they kept him on for too long. I don't think they fired him too early. It just seems like that's, that's about how it should have gone. If you were going to play it out, like from the very beginning right now, I mean, I don't know much about Kevin O'Connell, but I do know that in terms of observing it from the outside, it's been hard to it's been hard really to get a handle for me. It's been hard to get a handle on Kevin O'Connell and whether he's good or bad or whether the things he's saying even make sense or don't make sense Mm -hmm. just because it's all filtered through that Zimmer lens. It's like I went to the university of Minnesota and there were a lot of really big classes that had a lot of teaching assistants who didn't always have the greatest grasp of the English language. And so it's a little bit like going from one of those people who doesn't speak English very well to someone who speaks perfect English where right away it's 
not so much about, well, this guy's a great teacher and he's really helpful in our discussion section. It's more about this guy speaks good English and I can understand everything he says. And that's all I know about him right now. I don't know anything else, yeah. but I know that he's not the previous guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that shine on him, which is always nice at the beginning. But uh, I mean, Leslie Frazier, same deal, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice guy. Everybody loved him. Kind of sucked. <laughs> How did the Vikings turn out under Leslie Frazier? Not great, Bob. Not great. So I don't really care about his what his demeanor is like. I'm actually I'm just curious to see, you know, obviously how they do. If we look at last year for a quick preview, uh, they scored. I, I did some um, reading. Yes, um, we love re- reading and research. Nine nine to ten minutes of it. Yeah. Um, they scored 425 points last year. They allowed now, Brandon, 400. Is that and, a lot? That's good. It's fine. I think it's like 13th or something like that. Uh, this is beyond how much my research um, uh, told me. Right. Um, they allowed 426 points last year. So they were a minus one in, in point differential, which is difficult to do. It was an extremely frustrating path, uh, if I remember the season, which I don't. But they basically, for being eight and nine, that's an exact eight and nine or nine and eight type team, right? They were right down the middle average. And so it was a frustrating season, but landed about where they deserved to land, which was middle of the pack and nothing special. Uh, so that's what we have going into the season. Now we're going to get into uh, the comings and goings, if you will. Uh, but beforehand, uh, John, I wanted to get started, take a little bit of a detour here and talk, uh, talk clothing with you. Hack Can we call this uh, Style Corner with John? Style Corner with John is right. So S-T-W-J. I've got WJ Style Corner with a, John. I've got a story for you guys. And okay. the outcome is going to be I want you to think now about Vikings jerseys. And maybe if you were going to get someone's name on the back of your jersey, who would you get? And I'll give you the reason why. So in the year 2000, I bought a Vikings jersey. The only, yeah. In the, year. <laughs> the only time I've ever bought one. And I give you the context of the year because it's important to understand. I was a freshman in college. The, the Vikings were pretty good. And a whole bunch of my friends is again, I'm a freshman in college. A bunch of my friends from the dorm decided we were going to go to one somebody's house. They, they were from Shoreview, I think. And we were going to go to their house and watch the Vikings and the Packers game. But before that, we were going to go to the mall and everybody was going to buy jerseys. And this is back when jerseys didn't cost $500 or whatever they cost now. I think it cost 40 bucks or something, which for me at the time was pretty much all of the money in the world. But still, I was excited about it. Yeah, And I tell it. you, like I said, I tell you the year because... I, I feel the need now to explain that I also played on the offensive line when I was in high school football. And again, this is my freshman year of college. I was not a good high school football player, but I played on the offensive line. Specifically, I played center. Hmm. This is all a very long roundabout way of explaining why I own a Matt Burke jersey. Oh, no. now <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> that <laughs> didn't see it coming. I didn't no. see it coming. Wow! That was now, crazy. Jesus, <laughs> Matt Burke played. Matt Burke played for a lot hour. of years. Duran's <laughs> sinker. What the hell? Huh? <laughs> this barley <league> softball. 
<laughs> Madberg played a lot of years for the Vikings. I don't think he went anywhere after he was done. And that was like 15 years ago now that he retired. And since then, for a while, that jersey was kind of a classic, a throwback to another time, a throwback to a Vikings team that was better and more popular. But I really don't feel like I'm going to be wearing that Madberg jersey out in public anymore. It is Are you become... not campaigning for him anymore? Have you been fired from the team? <laughs> well, I was the one that was flying the plane over the state fairgrounds every day. But besides that, <laughs> your duties are over. Not only not only does this jersey basically have no numbers left on it because it's been washed a hundred thousand times. Right. Um, it it really whatever your political leanings, it just it would be making more of a statement yes, than I would intend to make. It's saying more than just I liked him yes. as a player. It's saying more than this whole 20 minute story I just told you about why I own a Madberg jersey. It's making a statement that is bigger than the jersey itself. I'm not really a sit around and wear my jersey on game day kind of guy. I think no. you guys know that. I and I don't know if you guys are either. No. Mm-mm. But for the first time in 22 years, I've started thinking, you know, for those those times when you, you're going to your friend's house and they always wear their jerseys, I don't know if you have friends like that. You maybe you do, maybe you don't. But yeah. there are some people who just get into the whole game day clothing kind of thing. Right. I've always just leaned on this jersey, which is now beyond where it was before. So that is my reasoning for asking the question: If you were going to get a Vikings jersey, guys, whose name would you put on it? I went on. The Viking shop or whatever it's called today. I mean, everything is fanatics. They own the entire world. I don't think you can buy a piece of sports clothing nowadays if it's not made by that awful company, but whatever. I think the guy who started that company is like the owner of the 76ers. That's doing that pretty right? well. Yeah. Yeah. Or part owner wow. or something. Or had to, yeah. I mean, it's they're doing okay. I mean, they don't have sportive money, but they're yeah. pretty close. They don't have Stu Newman sport of money, but right. that's pretty big money. We don't either. We also don't have that. Money. <laughs> we, nobody has that money. That money's gone. <laughs> this is a um, joke about Stu. We, we are doing this through a company and we have ads on here. And for 10 years, we still have no idea how to access any of the ad money. We don't, we don't, I mean, it could be $8. We don't know it how, could be 20000 We We, we don't, don't know, know if we've ever made any ad money. <laughs> Stu <laughs> handles the accounting for us. And it could have just been free advertising. And they just were like, let's trick yeah. these guys into continuing to record and see if they ever cash these fake checks. And we just, we don't, we don't know. <laughs> as far as we know, the only financial benefit is that we don't pay for hosting. Right. Or website hosting or anything like that. Which, by the way, I, like, we'll take it. Like, that was kind yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> whatever so. that was, $5 a month or whatever. I mean, now <laughs> it probably costs $15 a month. Right. Still, great deal for us. I know, as much about our, I know as much about our advertising dollars and that whole, the economics behind it, mm-hmm. as I do Bitcoin. <laughs> or, <laughs> or some piece. Both. It, it, you asked me to speak to each of them for more than... Seven seconds? Nope, couldn't Just do it. Charlie Brown's teacher talking <laughs> yeah, to you. What? I don't know. Uh-huh. I got NFT. Yeah. Is um, this an NFT? I don't. <laughs> yeah, as, far as, as far as I know, we're getting paid in ACAST coins, and that's what Stu <laughs> has custody of. <laughs> maybe, maybe we own an ape, a board, uh, an a ape board of ape. some kind. Of. Yeah, a board ape. I, I don't know. We don't know. So, John, I want to ask you first, this jersey conundrum that you have. Did you say that you 
are a Jersey guy now or you're no. just uh, if other people are Jersey people, I like to blend in and not come right. at them with like, oh, I'm I'm above this sort of thing. You want you're a man of the people is what you're saying. Right. I mean, if other people are going to do the whole Jersey thing, like I, I have a, a friend of mine, I, I go over to his house sometimes to watch the games and they, I think, are Jersey people. And so when I go over there, I want to wear something Vikings related. And for the longest time, if I was going to do that, wearing the Matt Burke jersey was a legitimate option. Like yeah. I say, not so much, not so much an option now making well, a let me, statement. Let me that, ask this, John. If we if we pose this question to Stu, um, and we gave him a choice between two jerseys that he had to wear to right. a game, to a Vikings game at US Bank. I think he's going to choose the other one. Matt Burke or Darren Sharper. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Adrian Peterson. So we're well, I, was gonna, I went one step. I was actually going to say That's actually way better. And I went Sharper. one step further. Or O.J. Simpson. <laughs> the O.J. Simpson Viking jersey. Who is the guy? Who is, who is the cornerback? I don't know. I love the Vikings and I love OJ Simpson. It's hard for me to choose. For clarity, it them. says it, it's purple. It says OJ on As OJ, OJ Simpson. Simpson. <laughs> just, so there's no confusion. Is there another Simpson on the Vikings? No, no, no. See? No, no, no. no. Orenthal oh, James it's... spells that whole thing out. Orenthal yeah. James Simpson. On size six. <laughs> it's got a little p- a patch on the front left with his helmet, with his <laughs> face on of him. <laughs> OJ license. All profits go to OJ. Trying to put the. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm sorry. Um, Who is the cornerback with the boat cruise? What was his name? uh, Uh, Well, Bryant McKinney was a was a star, right? Fred Smoot. Right. Fred Smoot. Fred Smoot. Smoot. I, I don't that. know why, but my my brain was com- because I'm old. My brain was coming up with Ed Helms, which I knew was a right. Isn't he the actor on, <laughs> from uh, the office? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, uh, Ed Helms. That's what my brain said, and I couldn't Pick get six past from that. Ed Helms. <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway, well, I so think I w- the obvious... I went on this site. Here's okay, here's, okay. The, here's the thing, though. Here's the other thing that I want to that I was surprised by because I went on this fanatic site. And many of the top selling, jer- I mean, the top selling jerseys are the people you'd expect is Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and Delvin Cook. But mm-hmm. beyond the beyond like those three guys, the most popular jerseys were the current jersey, but Fran Tarkenton, hmm. Alan Page, um, Chris Dolman. For wow. some reason, Dolman. for some reason, one of like a top 20 popular jersey was Matt Blair. Ooh, the, really? the yeah the linebacker from the 70s i don't know if matt yeah. blair has a huge family or something like that but i was a little surprised by that well, huh. unless there's another matt blair that's on the vikings this year i don't know if that's true or not no i've been scouring the 53 man there is not a matt blair all right so anyway i'm i'm curious which way you guys would go with this if it was up to you i'm looking for input here if i was going to get a jersey and do I go with Justin Jefferson knowing that he's the coolest and it's the exact same as having like a Kirby pocket jersey in 1990? Mm-hmm. Well, or me... do you go old school and go with like Alan Page, even though it doesn't make sense to have an Alan Page jersey with the no, current that ain't thing? You, John, John if, I, if I were you, this is the direction I would go. Here, here's, here is what I know about John. 
By the way, you cannot buy a Matt Burke jersey with the current lettering. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure you can put your name on the back or whatever, but. So this player is a lunchbox, blue collar, on the offensive side of the ball, not an offensive lineman, but is 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 an is an offensive alignment offensive lineman adjacent. He's an okay. appendage of the offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. And John, if you you are nothing if not provincial, <laughs> nothing if not say, an appendage. I would say yep. uh, you are a Minnesota Homer through and through, you just are. like me. Absolutely, yep. provincial guy, CJ Ham. CJ Ham. Mm. I think that might be the right call, even though it's a little bit, it's a little bit cute. You know what I mean? Well, no, I don't. I, I do, but I don't. I think it's a little too, little too twee, a little too winky. I don't know. A little too like, ironic. Back at you, you remember this whole buying jerseys thing in the year two thousand? One of my friends got a Mitch Burger jersey that year. That's that's too cute. That seemed too cute to me. There's nothing. So I want to make sure I'm not veering into the burger zone. I think a fullback in 2022, there's nothing cute about it. All right. Well, it's a little cute because no one really, I mean, he's a joke, right? CJ Ham catches a pass. It's not like, oh, cool. This guy's going to do some damage. He's not like Mike Alstott. Like it's a Alstott. Mm, you know, I think you take that, Brandon. You're in the Ottoman Edelman zone. Good luck. (laughs) Oh, it's all once you get in. Like the Hotel California of names. John, what Maybe about it is. Do you want to go uh what let's say we take the ham the a current ham currently is maybe a little bit, but if we take it back into the old school, it might make it a little bit more classic. Can I interest you in a Jim Klein saucer? Sausage, Klein sausage. <laughs> a sausage, sausage a sausage man. But what's why is that not cute? That's a little. Difference? I think you're adding in the nostalgia aspect of it, where it's like, oh shit, that that guy ruled. You know, Ham. I mean, it's like, yeah, he sucks, but he's on the team. Am I am having, I underselling CJ Ham? I feel like I might Jim be. Jim Kinsasser jersey no. would mean that every every dad between the ages of 37 and 55 would stop you everywhere you went and been like, man, yeah. that guy never broke a tackle in his whole career. Yeah, they're gonna get Just a conversation, every, like yeah, a good dad stopping. conversation. You're immediately going to talk about like, how's your yard this year? Mine got mm-hmm. burned out a little early, you know, traffic and all, it, you know, that's a conversation starter right there. Yeah. They say it's going to rain this weekend. Just, you know, all the dad topics. Annuities. Annuities. <laughs> I know it again, another like NFT. Don't know. <laughs> don't know what they are. How's your annuity? <laughs> yeah. It runs annually. Well, I, I can't I think when I, you know, when I, Bend over, it gets a little sore. <laughs> I don't know. It does. Okay, I take some pills. Yeah, <laughs> cracks a lot. I, I sat know. on a bucket while I was fishing, and man, <laughs> my annuities are acting up since then. Uh, I think you could go the joke route. Um, I think you might get a laugh if you got a if you have a Fred Smoot jersey. I would giggle. Well, the I, cute <laughs> route is that they got this punter now who's just a unit. I couldn't tell you his name, but I saw him, a picture of him. Okay. And he's That's cute. He's like that Penn State kicker they had a couple of years. He's like he's this building. And he's like 66 or something. So it's not offensive lineman number, but it's a punter. Pretty funny. Yeah, you got to really be ready to have this be like a two-year jersey though. Right. Cuz he's oh, not really? long for the team. But right? the also or or 
whenever they say like this guy is the longest tenured member of team X except mm-hmm. for, and they'll name this punter that's been there for 17 seasons, right? That's right. the other way that it often it can go. Um, great. The great Coleman wrote like through four different <laughs> coaches, just eight different general managers. And he's still there. Yeah. People just like forgot he was on the team. That's right. He just shows up every Sunday and they're so busy with other stuff. They're like, like, what? I gotta, I gotta remind he myself. Comes back. To, yep. to Even when he's guy. fired. Yeah. Just still shows up. Greg Coleman. He's still here. Yeah. Does Greg Coleman still go on the radio before Vikings games? Do you guys the know pregame preach. The, the pregame preach. Yep. God, yep. it's the exact every week. It's a reenactment of the Billy Madison little boy who lost his lost his, <laughs> little dog who lost his way thing. John, every week, at John, the end, at the end nice. you're like, none of that makes any sense, <laughs> Greg. What you just said makes no sense on any level. <laughs> I've not heard this, but now I want to tune in. See, yeah. you're, you're reeling me in. It's right. It's like right before kickoff, too. It's, you know, right before PA is going to start yelling about the kickoff. It's Greg Coleman in the pregame preaching. Man, it is something else. It is Grand a throwback to a different time. And just like when they said baby Moses in the reeds and found him <laughs> downstream, you're like, where is this going? <laughs> Kirk is going to be so resurrected. So it's a Vikings punt game. It's going to be waiting for you in the reeds. What are you saying, Greg? Three, four. <laughs> um, okay, so Abraham is took one... his son up that mountain. You don't want to go there, Greg. They cut his mic off. This is not going to. <laughs> this is not going to go well. When they found Zacchaeus in the tree, <laughs> that's just like playing with uh, your hand in the grass. Um, uh, another one that you might want to do for a joke route, but it's a little bit of a deeper cut. Uh, uh, Shanko, is that how you say his name? <laughs> Shanko? Yeah, I'm not Shane sure. Or Tom Shank. Tom, Tom Shane. Shane. You no longer have a friend in the diamond business. This is Tom Shane. Tom. The Tom, uh, he called in. Aren't you guys friends with him? He called into the show. <laughs> yeah, he called into the podcast. I That's that. right, man. That was years ago. Yeah, well, we haven't heard from old Tom. Well, Tom, recently, have we? Might have to call. Yeah, they have to call him she back has in. To call him. Yeah. Oh, hold on. He, hold on. He's hold on. Brandon, this is Tom Shane. <laughs> Your opinion is stupid. Go fuck yourself at Hopkins Crossroads, and also go fuck yourself at 494 and Radio Drive. What? Well, he has not gotten any nicer at all. <laughs> Oh, not cool. How drunk did Tom Shane have to be to come up with, to, to call like, in? Can you imagine? Hey, that can you imagine? Nonsense. Oh, God. Wait, he hasn't hung up yet. He hasn't hung up. Brandon and John, what you just said about the Timberwolves reminds me of a recent trip I took to Antwerp, Belgium to hand select diamonds for my customers. I ran into a prostitute whose brain was riddled with syphilis. Her recurring UTI infections had poisoned her brain, yet she was more coherent than anything you two said tonight. 
What I love about that is it's almost as if he was like reading from a script and he had UTI written down and forgot what it was. And he said, Yuda, real quick. <laughs> it's almost like that. I mean, I'm sure it isn't. I think he was speaking off the cuff, but it almost rewind that and listen. Oh I think uh... um, that was not even the first time I've heard that. And I cannot. Oh, I've never. Oh, that's right. the funniest thing that's ever happened. John, that basketball opinion. I cannot believe we were able to get him on the horn that quickly. Tom Shane does not have a lot going on these days. We weren't even talking about basketball and yet he still got us good. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, Shanko uh, is the guy who was caught, what, on like TV or the news, completely naked in a giant dong. Um, So I think if people get the joke, it's funny. If they don't, they just think you randomly liked some random tight end who was on the team for like three years. So I don't know. It's the same with like... It's the same with like White Smith. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's really... It takes away all the guesswork. Then, then they really know what you're up to. Yeah, right. So that's that's a decision you're going to have to make. It's an easy call. You and your priest. <laughs> um, Greg Coleman. Is there <laughs> Father Coleman and yourself? Um, do you like the like pseudo random guy from the past that everyone's going to be like? Like a remembering that guy, like Fouad Reves might be kind of funny, <laughs> you know, because that's like I, I everybody mean, knows him. He wasn't great, but he was in the team. It's almost like this punter guy that you were talking about, chicken with nostalgia baked in mm-hmm. or something might might be there. That'd be when funny. I ki- when I was a kid, I was at the Mall of America one time and I saw Fouad Reves at Camp Snoopy. And it's the least starstruck I've ever been by a professional athlete. You know what I mean? <laughs> the fact like that he's I working a roller coaster doesn't help. <laughs> I didn't go talk to him, but I felt like I absolutely could have. And he wouldn't have been able to complain about it. He was there with his kids. He was doing like the, the Camp Snoopy thing. But at the same time, it felt like I should be able to say whatever I wanted to him. So that's that one. But the the to me, the like most obvious ones that I think if I legitimately did have to buy a Jersey, I think I would just go with Moss or Cunningham. Mm. Hmm. Moss is, Moss is a strange choice because he was, he's obviously probably the most popular, one of the more popular former Vikings, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yet while he was here, he was constantly criticized. Right. And not even on like the, not even on like the Joe Maurer criticism level, just, Constantly, I play when I want to play and mm-hmm. leaving the field early in the 41 donut game. All of that stuff in retrospect is like, yeah, man, that's totally fine. But at the time, none of it was fine with anybody or the time the time he ran into what did he do? He ran into a traffic cop with his car or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think the attendant? traffic cop like sat on his hood to get him to stop going. And he just kind of kept driving with the lady on his hood <laughs> for a few feet. Not great. Squirted and the I, ref with a water bottle. Don't sit on his car. Yeah, it's, you, there's consequences yeah. to your actions. <laughs> don't want none, won't get none. <laughs> Mess with the bully. The motto. <laughs> so I think that's what I would. I would probably do Moss or Cunningham to me as a close second, just because that to me, considering our age, like that is mm-hmm. the peak of Vikings mm-hmm. fandom. There was nothing. Even the Brett Favre season was super fun, but not the same as that Moss Cunningham. 
year. So well, and number I would, seven. I that's kind of cool. Does the does the number matter the, to you, John? I would absolutely wear the Matt Burke jersey out before I wore a Brett Favre Viking jersey. Wait, what? Right now, say that right now. I okay. can't. No, I'm drawing a blank. That eight ninety eight team had a good center, Christie. Jeff Christie. There you go. Jeff Christie. There he is. There we go. I can just Do go see? back before that and go. Um, <laughs> no, no. Kirk Lovey. <laughs> oh my God. If you wore a Todd early for every game, if you wore a Todd Stucey jumping at every movement to a Vikings <laughs> game, how many times would you get punched? Far more. <laughs> again, far more widely reviled than Darren Sharper or Matt. Burke, oh, there's no any doubt. Of these guys. No, yeah. far more. People yeah, would just fight you. If you wore a Todd Stucey jersey, you wouldn't be allowed into the house. It'd be a good way if you got invited to a friend's house, but you didn't really want to go and had no other way to get out of it. I'm going to wear the Todd Stucey jersey there. He won't even let me in. I'll leave after 30 seconds, ringing the doorbell. You go to U.S. Bank and all you'd hear walking around the concourse thousands of times per game is full start from every (laughs) asshole. 73. Because I know I do it. I might just follow you around doing it. (laughs) Different voices. That's that's got to be one of the worst possible choices. Yep, Jeff Christie. That's I think we've. I'm glad we talked this through. I think that's where I'm going to land on my recommendation. Jeff, it's a deep cut. If people don't know who he is, doesn't really matter. Just fades in the background. But if they do, a lot of respect there. Knows the grindstone guy. Mm -hmm. You're not about the flash. Lunch pail. He always, whenever there was like a blitz or something, he would do the, they call the audible and then he'd put his head up and like point at where oh, the I blitz is coming. This guy, he Mike, the center guy. point. People Mike. love that shit. No, yep. Will. We're going to get Will here. Who's yep. got Will? Okay. You got him. That guy. Fuck yeah. Jeff Christie. Lock it in, John. All right. I, I've appreciated this. I've appreciated this advice because I feel like I feel like this has been very useful. Okay, should we move on to our next uh, segment? Sure. This is a segment called In and Out. Oh, no. In and Out. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's happened. I wrote down, reading after reading one article on, hold please, Mm dailynorseman.com. Mm-hmm. Um, seven players they mentioned as new players on the team, not draft picks, like new players, trade or free agent or whatever. I'm wondering if you can name all seven. Seven guys who are not draft picks, but they are new players. New to the team. This is the in section of in and out. And not to give anything away, we'll also be doing out next. We're doing in right now. Seven of them. Okay. All right, here we go. Are we going to go back and forth, or are we just going to fire Let's go out? back and forth. I'm going to give the number one draft pick two chicken fingers. Dang it. Ah, uh, fuck. Okay. Um, Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. Yes, he's one of the seven that were listed. Are you excited about Nick Mullins? No. <laughs> Indifferent. <laughs> are you more excited than Kellen Mond? Sure. <laughs> yes, it's not a... Uh... Not a high bar, nope. but yes, I do. I Nick Mullins. I don't know dick about him. I saw today they had the league wide quarterback rankings that somebody does. Maybe maybe PFF, okay. maybe, and he was ranked like thirtieth. Hey, all the quarterbacks in the league. We have two of the top thirty. Couldn't believe it. That's so good. Yeah, the bar for Kellen Mond is like a single Twizzler lying on the ground. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay, so that uh, you've got it one for one. John, you're up. Who are the one of the other seven new players on the team expected to make an impact this year? Uh, oh, this is making impact. So well, I can't let's say that. make the team. <laughs> All right, Zadarius Smith. Zadarius Shit. Smith. Yes, that's another one. You guys are so in locked into this Viking season as we we are, are obviously able to demonstrate through this through this naming very simple exercise of naming players. Okay, back to you, Chicken. It's only the third, so this should be pretty easy for football guys like us. The problem, I didn't remember. I, I was going to say the Packers guy that plays on the defensive line because I couldn't remember his name, but that's yep. who John said. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other person I can think of is that wide receiver that they just got from Philly. There you go. But I, I don't know what his name is. yet. It's like N- Nadir. No. Um, Do you want uh, Jalen? Not Nairobi, Jalen with an R, Rieger, Rydell, Ryder, Jason, Jason Ryder. Yes, Jason Ryder. No, Jalen Rieger, Rieger, Jalen Rieger. I will give you, fuck it. I'll give you credit for that. You got Thank it. You yes. nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think you said Jason Nairobi, and we said, yep. Jalen Rager, got it. I, you know who I'm talking about. Yep. John knows who I'm talking about. I the, did know who you're talking about. Know who I'm talking Even about. Tom Shane so, knows who you're talking about. So Jason Nairobi. How about okay, that? John, 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 you're up, buddy. All right, Harrison Phillips. Holy fucking shit, fuck John! That? I cannot believe Sorry. my whole point of this exercise was nobody would ever be able to name a guy named Harrison Phillips, and you know him. You know Harry Phil. That's Harry Phil. Well, no, it, it helped that the, it helped that there was a huge profile on him in the Star Tribune like yesterday or the day before. Oh wow! And I, I only remember him because it turns out he was like a Vikings fan growing up, and his whole family were Vikings fans for reasons I can't remember. So, okay, I, we we already we already said that I'm a huge parochial guy, and he was like, "Oh, he's a Vikings fan when he was a kid. He's my favorite man." Favorite player, Harrison Phillips. Wilson Phillips. Wilson Phillips, just FYI, for those listening, uh, is a nose tackle. Mm, Sure. I got another one. Okay. I I got another one. Okay. Another one whose name I don't remember. Okay. (laughs) But we've been, we've already talked about him in the podcast. The unit, the the punter, that's the, that's a unit. The punter guy. I don't know his name. Uh, Hold, please. Let me see who you're talking about. Uh, he is not listed as one of the seven. Oh, He's the starting punter. That's doesn't. Then that's then there's eight, and they can shove a list in their ass because that's eight. Because he it makes a difference as a starter. Harris, uh, Wilson Phillips doesn't even start. It doesn't count as a starter. He's not. I mean, they might not even need him. Oh, okay. PA. <laughs> They're never gonna. Play. Okay. Because oh, of all the, the pick sixes. So, 17 and 0 because of all the pick sixes. Um, I think his name is Ryan Wright. Oh, yes, that's what I said. He's a unit. Hold on, Ryan Reynolds. I'm adding him. Wow, okay, this is not going well. Now we've got (laughs) eight, but we've gotten five of the eight. There's three guys left who were signed this year or traded for that are going to be on this team. And you guys know who the last three are. It's simple. John, just go ahead and name 
real quick, lightning round now. You know this next guy is, uh, right? Who is, they've got a new guard or a tackle. They don't have a new center because it's still Garrett Bradbury. But no. who is, do they have a new offensive lineman? Am I right about that? Fuck no. I, the Daily Norseman didn't say that we did. Oh, well, I'm probably wrong about that then. Not not a guy who's going to be starting. Here's what we've got on the offensive line this season, John. You got your Christian Derrissaws. Is that yeah, who you're thinking? New. No. No, not him. You got Ezra Cleveland. Household name. Last year, wasn't he? We know him. I think so. We got uh, we got old Gary Bradbury <laughs> running center. <laughs> I'm rooting real hard for Gare Bradbury. We all really want to see something out of Gare, the Gare Bear. Uh, our right guard is named Ed Ingram. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that's He's a real a rookie, person. He? I thought he yes. was a rookie. You're, you came to the wrong podcast, John. Um, <laughs> Chicken says he's a rookie, so that's good enough for me. Yeah, but Super he went, rookie. yes. Uh, and then uh, let me see here. Ed Ingram is a rookie. Hold on. I had another tab open for our draft picks and uh, he was a second round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our right tackle is named Brian O'Neill. Oh, sure. No, he's been around, nah, he was around so, last year, John. That's so I was wrong. Been, I was wrong. Yeah. You asked this question as like, a, can you use it in a sentence, please type thing to give yeah. yourself some more time. Time's up, buddy. Three All left. Right. So there's four more who weren't mentioned that are going to have an, a supposed impact. There's three people who are and not promising impact. Three. There's three people who were noted by the Daily Norsemen as players who exist. Okay. And they made the article, so I have to imagine it's not like practice squad guys. And we, you name their names and we each get to guess what position they play. Okay. Okay. You want to do that? We're moving on to this yeah. one. Let's do okay. it. Jordan Hicks, chicken fingers. What position? Uh, he is, he is, he the kicker? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, John, you want to steal this round? Uh, Jordan Hicks is a safety. Mm, you're That's closer. He He's a gets- linebacker. Sure. Wow. Yep. Got him okay. from the Cardinals, I believe. Oh, yeah. That now it's oh, random. Yeah, out. that's right. Yep. Jordan Hicks. I think he's starting. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean a lot when it comes to the Vikings line no. back in core, but nope, it doesn't mean anything. He's our Anthony Barr replacement. The next two people, I actually I don't think that they are I don't think they exist. I think this was some sort of like daily Norseman. Might be like a local onion mm. type thing. Um there is a person uh, again, I'm going to use sarcastic air quotes with person named Chandon Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> Chandon Sullivan is the is a running back. He is a four. He's their number four. Does this sound like an heir to a toothpaste company or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you're going to go with running back. Okay, uh, you got one of those two words, right, John? Uh, Delaware Lieutenant Governor Chandon Sullivan <laughs> is, I'm going to say he plays defensive end. Cornerback. You just said it's a back. Cornerback. You just said it. I wasn't I listening. I was, I was making a dumb joke about him being <laughs> the Lieutenant Governor of Delaware. focusing on this Delaware thing. 
<laughs> I can't. I wasn't listening to anything Brandon said. He's he's a quarterback. A guy, Chandon Sullivan. Chandon Sullivan is a quarterback on the Vikings. Cornerback. Corner Chandon Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And according to Vikings.com, he's going to be backing up Patrick Peterson. Pat Pete. Yep. Yep. Okay, and the last one, also probably made up, Johnny Munt. (laughs) (laughs) You call me son of a bitch, Johnny. Johnny Munt. Johnny Munt is in the. You know Johnny Munt can't come around here again. (laughs) He's trouble. (laughs) No more sleepovers with Johnny Munt. He's in the. He's in the booth. Radio. He's on. He's. Color. He does color for. He writes the scripts for Greg Coleman. Yep. Preview. Johnny Munt. Johnny I Munt. Yeah, I, I'm going to keep going oh. with the running back till it's right. Fourth yeah, string. that's a good. That's a good thought. Um, John, you want to guess his position? He might yeah, have this an impact gonna, this year. He might this possibly is make, have an impact. This is going to make a big difference. How is Munt spelled? <laughs> well, that's a good, it's a reasonable question. Yeah. Um, it is spelled M-U-N-D-T. Mm. Then Johnny mm. Munt is a tight end. Mm. That's right, John. Yes. You did it. God, you nailed it. Love the day. Love the day. I honestly thought you were going to say how was Johnny spelled, not the Munt part. But <laughs> that makes just way more sense. Time. Could you use it in a sentence? <laughs> use it. Hey, look over there. It's Johnny Munt. Okay. I don't know if I have the energy to go through the four impact oh. players who are out this season. Anthony Barr nailed it. Uh, well, I don't know. Is Mannion or Mond count? John Mannion. Neither are on my list. Um, they didn't make the outcut. One guy was on the defensive line last year. That's safety. They lost. Uh, they lost the big guy on the line. Big guy on the line. Yep, Mikey Pierce. (laughs) Yeah, and never wanted to play anyways. Nope. Um, uh, tight guess, end, kind of, kind of a cool name. Didn't do much, but had a couple, couple moments. Zach, country music superstar Zach Line. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, nope, more of a tight end name. More of a young tight end name, like a youthful tight end. Kyle Rudolph, Tyler Conklin. Yeah, that's oh. right. Good play last yeah, in Pittsburgh. I remember. Yeah, um, and then there was an offensive lineman, and I've never actually heard of this person at all. I guess we had a guy named Mason Cole. Mm. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. no, I don't remember him. Okay, so in review, the team last year was eight and nine with a minus one point differential. We just went over the ins mm-hmm. and the outs. So now, knowing all of that, John. What's your general thought on this team this year? Well, I know what all the smart guys are saying, and I'm sticking with that, which is they might be okay as long as no one gets hurt ever. Uh-huh. Like, which it, doesn't happen in football. Well, it's, it's very common in the NFL for all 22 of your starters to play 16, 17 games, no problem. So uh-huh. I think the Vikings have nothing to worry about. Like, in terms of fantasy football production the vikings are in a pretty good spot in terms of i mean like the offensive line for as somebody said the other day it might have been pat Royce. they're they're down to only one disaster on the offensive line whereas the last five years they've had three disasters or four disasters so Mm -hmm. that's a major improvement right there that 
only Garrett Bradbury is not fit for public consumption. No, but true. Um, on like as we just proved, going through their defense, if you can name all eleven defensive starters for the Vikings, you need to seek professional help. And <laughs> if you can name, if you can name the backups, you got the, these guys are. As we said on the podcast for a million years, they had forty-five bad drafts in a row, and now they have no depth because that is how you have to build depth. Is you have to have guys that can contribute when you draft them in the fourth round and the fifth round and whatever. And instead, Rick Spielman just went ahead and traded down, so he had fifty-nine seventh rounders, all of whom got cut two days after arriving in camp, and now they got nothing. They're just piecing together guys out the street for the second string. So. My feeling is I don't, they don't look bad on paper, but it, it seems like this could very easily go wrong. You do not have any faith in Johnny Munt, do you? <laughs> is, is he the second string tight end or He's is the second even... string tight end, man? You know, Irv Smith's not going to last have? 17 games. In this day and age, in 2022, how many tight ends do the Vikings have on their roster? Uh, I mean, my extensive research, which, you know, entailed me going to Vikings.com slash depth chart shows me they have three. Johnny three Munt's the second end. of the three and Ben Ellison is third. But I'm sorry. What was that guy's name? Ben Elephant. Can't see me, but I did the arm nose thing. Not a nose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they got three tight ends and a fullback. That seems like it seems like having three catchers on your roster. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, man. I uh... hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Right. No, I think you're right. Now, I would like to turn the floor over to Chicken, please. It sounds like I've been following you on Twitter.com. You're sensing a little bit too much love for this team. Is that right? Yes. Seeing some pundits. I I saw a couple screenshots, a couple things here and there that uh, were, geez, confusing, concerning, hell, mind-boggling, Chicken, saying that, Kirk Cousins might be the MVP. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> who said that? <laughs> no, I don't think this is uh, one of those things where like Kirk. you randomly, you know, you can, you know, there's a, 
a lot of people who think the earth is flat. They've got a, you know, it's not one of those though. I think this was like on television. A couple different television people on national NFL pundits. Michael Irvin was one of them. Now the obvious joke is, is the mountains of cocaine. He got back into cocaine. Yeah, that's right. Um, But there was some other guy that's like an NFL (laughs) network that, that, uh, predicted it cousins for MVP and I was watching another show and they had three commentators and all three predicted double digit wins for the Vikings. Um, now you in this, what you see is a lot of people out to get Mike Zimmer. Oh, right? there's, that's a given. I mean, that's, that's the national narrative and <laughs> the lamestream media, if you will. Yeah. Because there's no other way to justify it, is there? I mean, well, so you've got a head coach who's never coached, who's yep. never called a single play, a defensive coordinator who uh, was is a la- laughing stock at the other stops that he's made in the NFL. In those 120 cities. years old, he's 120 years old. Um, the optimism is based on again a head coach who's never coached and never even called a play. Their optimism banks solely on the fact that he used to play quarterback and therefore will propel a quarterback who's been somewhere between 10 to 20th, you know, the 10th to 20th best quarterback in the league. Every year that he's played for what, seven seasons, somehow going to propel him suddenly to the MVP, to the league MVP, because this guy used to this coach used to play quarterback uh, uh backup uh, quarterback chicken in the NFL. and chick chicken i have a i just have a question from the sure floor. from could uh, you john from the sport of could you tell me who the last vikings coach was that had never been a head coach before and never called an offensive play hmm, chili dip <laughs> no zimmer he <laughs> <laughs> was a defensive coach of course, this is a guy who is who was an offensive coach and wasn't even the offensive coordinator. Zimmer at least had success on the defensive side of the ball in his snaps. Mm-hmm. Bonafide. McConnell's never. And furthermore, in the preseason, not a single starter played. There's nothing to base this optimism off of. There's <laughs> nothing, not a single thing. Guys never coached. These guys, none of these guys, as they stand, have played together. Yeah. You haven't seen a. a uh, I was listening. I heard gotta, something I mean, at some point when they said somebody said, uh, "You know, he really got a lot out of Cooper Cup last season," which <laughs> is the most grasping at straws. Like we have had a bit for ten years now of John, me forcing John to role play somebody's mom to <laughs> to have the most empathy or sympathy or like defend this thing the best you can possibly do. A lot of people are turning this into an actual thing where they go, Jesus Christ, what am I going to say about Kevin O'Connell? <laughs> Fuck. I, he was on the no. same team as Cooper Cup, who was awesome. It probably was him. It's like, well, can't we credit no Cooper way. Cup for being really good and healthy? I mean, or is this guy, the head you got to offensive certified offensive genius. Yeah. Like the guy in charge. We have no idea if this guy, maybe he's, maybe he is good. There's, there's no way of knowing none. I don't know where this optimism is coming from. The only thing I can say objectively, and we've said it on here before, the only thing objectively is, well, Sean McVay hired me. (laughs) He likes me. That's Mark. I likes me. 
So you I should hope, like me too. I hope they're right. I hope the optimists are, are right. The weird. I don't, I don't know why you're not more excited, Chicken. After all, we've got a guy here who was a quarterback himself and is known as a quarterback's coach. And he took a second-year quarterback in the preseason and made him so good that he actually was driven out of town by a crowd that had torches and tar and feathers. That's how well that went. That was the only thing he tried to do. The, the main story of the whole preseason was how is Kellen Mond playing? Yeah. And the answer was so poorly that Delta opened an office back in Minnesota That's just so they could point. get him on a plane. He didn't improve Kellen Mond in any way. He may have made in him fact, worse. In fact, it got worse. In fact, Zimmer was doing him a favor right. by not letting him play last year. I hope the optimists are right. I would like to see maybe something to latch on to before even beginning to be optimistic. Chicken, have we talked about what Kevin O'Connell's dad did? Uh, no, was he at O'Connell? Hmm. <laughs> Owned a bar in Southie? <laughs> That's... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, FBI agent. Just something <laughs> to monitor. Just something hmm. to monitor. Just a little back burner. I'm not huh. saying. I'm just saying. Just a funny. I don't know. Huh. Weird. Weird. I did not know that. Spy. There's spy. Well, now it's all coming together. He's a spy. Yep. 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 Spy. Huh, okay. From California. Okay, so uh, listeners can't see this, but Chicken has turned his camera back on and he's in his lair and he's taking the push pins and moving them around with the string and taking photos and he's got it all figured out now. He's got it. Kevin O'Connell's old man is in the FBI. Mm -hmm. I'm looking this shit up. Yep. Yep. Where did Kevin O'Connell grow up? Was it near Oklahoma City? (laughs) Well... He controls Wikipedia, so of course he's got California written here. But oh no. yeah, no, there, there was no way we're gonna really know where he's no. from. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do, you gotta do. You, um, do you have uh, access to the dark web? Do you have like a dark web browser? Duh. <laughs> Darkweb.com. Yeah. If you said you're late right now. <laughs> you're gonna die if you don't access the dark web. You gotta get to the dark web. In the next 24 hours, I would, really wouldn't even know where to start. Like, I honestly think you would pick up a flashlight and like walk outside. I don't. Like this, know. Is it somewhere out in the? Is it by the barn? Is it? I'll find would, the dark web. I really don't. I th- do you Google dark web? You'd They're be like Hopper in, in Stranger Things, just like digging in holes. I'd pull out cash. Honestly, I think what I do is I'd pull out as much cash cash as I can find, and I'd go to like that Apple store at the mall, uh-huh. and I'd be like, "Hey, one of those smart guys, like, yeah. hey, hey," and, and show them the cash, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, how do I get on the dark web?" That's it. That's the only, my only strategy. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Why do you want to be on the dark web? I, I want to know where Kevin O'Connell grew up. Dark web. It's not California. Dark web. Well, good luck. I think that's uh, good homework. Well, I don't know where we're supposed to go from there. I, that's where we landed on our preview. He's a member of the dark web. Now, do we want to go to wins, bros, turds, something in between? What sure. do we think? Yeah, We got a top six, too. 
Stu sent along in top six. So do we okay, want to do that let's go. Let's go. Bros, turds, wins, backup team, top six, and then wrap oh. this thing up and get out of here. I like it. I'm in. All right. All right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> chicken, I gave you first pick in the ins and outs. <clears throat> Pardon me. I get so choked up thinking about bros. <laughs> um, so, John, you're going to get your first pick of your bro this season. Oh, man. Whose life do I want to ruin? <laughs> <laughs> Whose career do I want to end? Whose ACL do I want to shred? Oh, man. I just committed to maybe buying a CJ Ham jersey, so I can't pick him. <laughs> was it last year that I picked Daniel Hunter specifically because I knew he already wasn't going to play the season? And so I couldn't ruin him any more than I already did. That sounds like a John thing. All right. So my pick is Johnny Munt. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the heck with it. I'm going to take Harrison Phillips, my new guy. There we go. Nose tackle. Love it. So uh, how do you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how do you... I, don't know. <laughs> I was going to ask, and then I just didn't even have the energy. Like, well, okay, plays, that'll do. Plays more, than, plays more than nine games. I don't know. Sounds good. Yeah. L- looks kind of like Henry Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Henry Thomas. That's a poll. Yeah, I okay. got nothing. I got I got no way to rate that, but he's my he's he's my broke pick. Yeah, my no follow ups. Uh chicken. Bro. Um Irv Smith. Irv bounce back tight end in the Kevin O'Connell and the supposed offensive genius mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, offense. Uh, I love Irv Smith. I always have since the second he was drafted. I think this is the third season in a row. I've picked him as my bro. He's the Kyle Gibson of the Vikings. Um, so you're watched by him. Going Irv Smith. Okay, here's the thing, John. I need a ruling on this one. I should have started with Stu, who's not in attendance, but sent me his bro. He also chose Irv Smith. Can we go double bro? We can go, go double, double, bro. Go yeah. double, bro. Yeah, especially if one's done remotely. I'm not changing that's right. mine. No, so, that's right. Fuck that. And we can't. And Stu can't because he's not here. So we're going yeah. double. And, bro. and Stu just doesn't get automatic first pick. So no, that's what I was shares, thinking. Bro. Yeah, <clears throat> shared, bro. We got a uh, double bros this year. That's really exciting. I'm gonna go with um, Cameron Dantzler. Oh, he's your bro. Mm-hmm. Tiny Dancer right. is my bro. Yep. Tony Dantzler. Uh, no follow ups, please. Just uh, I'm a tiny dancer man. I think he's uh, I think he's set to set to ride a rocket ship to interception land. <laughs> interception town. <laughs> yeah, you have to get a rocket to get there. It's <laughs> it's, it's far treacherous. Away. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my guy, Cameron Dantzler. I know that he's like in his third year. That's all I know about him. I don't know. I think he. I also know that he's a cornerback. And according to Vikings.com, he is scrolling to make sure. Yes, starting. He's a starter. Okay. You want are we ready to go to Turd Town? Turdville? Yep. Okay, now we're back to you, Jonathan. Uh let's see. Turdville. I'm gonna go with Greg Joseph. 
the he's hmm. they said he's at the best camp of his career. Uh-huh. He's got a the nice Vikings. coach now who says, "Hey, oh, he way to go, bud! You're Greg, feeling. right? Touchy, yeah. Feel. yeah. He's not all, yeah. He's all touchy feel. It's like fucking uh, no grades Montessori out in Big <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. everyone's grade is like a hug emoji. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those deals. Special teams coordinator Maria Montessori said that <laughs> Joseph has had the best preseason of. That's right. Okay. I like that. Um, and the, 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 the cutoff, I guess, is that he doesn't last the season, like so many Vikings like kickers that. before him. Turd Court, Turd Court uh, accepts Greg Joseph and that he's not on the team by the end of the season. That's right. a yeah, reasonable, that's a that reasonable, reasonable. Turd standard. I mean, there's no way, though, right? What no. a camp. What a camp <laughs> no, this guy's with- had. That not leg like, and that confidence, and he the, put away all his stuff when he was asked. It's he's at the perfect <laughs> and the no vibes, kidding. John. The vibes. the vibes. I feel like you're are... discounting the vibes. <laughs> I always discount. He the uses vibes. the talking stick. When he uses the talking stick. <laughs> is that an honest? Is that honestly a Montessori thing, or is that Lord of the Flies? Fuck if I know. I wouldn't know it. It's gonna might shock you. I've never been inside of a Montessori, John. Not allowed. You might uh, <laughs> been inside. Well, you never know. I didn't know Cannon Falls is the capital of church off. architecture in the United States until I went there. So it is. Okay, chicken, you're up. Give me a turd. Ed Donatel, new <laughs> defensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, I've already yeah. picked him in my in my uh, crosshairs months ago. Months ago, established him. Um, and I'm not going to go back down now. So, uh, an ageist, a noted ageist. Oh, the biggest Mike Zimmer wiener sucker in America, me. And you're going to call me an <laughs> You've ageist. turned. You've turned. All right. <clears throat> I Ed think... Donatel, what is your threshold here? Bro Council. I've got an idea for session you. Session is open. You ready? I'm, you I'm ready for my for ideas, ideas, John? If it's how right. to establish the. The most points, the most points a Zimmer defense ever gave up in a season was 475. The Vikings have to give up more than that. No, it's too much. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's it's more, and it's going to be more of a feeling from the fan base that they they expected more, a bigger turnaround in this guy's horse shit. It's going to be kind of the uh, who's that Wolves guy that you all hated. Tom that, Thibodeau. Though that all not the coach David Conner that left uh, Golden State. Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, it's it's the Wiggins factor that kind you of you don't you don't factor. do you think this guy can ever touch Andrew Wiggins levels no, of hatred? It's that fact. The point is that even when he even if something good happens, you're still like fuck that guy. So that, like kind of antagonistic. Yes, it's just they, he's just going to bother people. Okay, like Wiggins did. Even you're when not, you're not going to have a hand in that, like being bothered by him right and like trying to get the the rands of the world gang up on this guy you're not gonna do that right you're gonna give him a fair shake you're a fair shake guy right uh yeah i think he's gonna be bad but i think what if they're like a top 
like a top 15 defense. That's better. They were like 25th last year or 28th or something. Top 15? No. Yeah. Top t- no. Top 15. That's not enough. He's not a turd. He can't be a turd with a 15th. They're in the defense. same division. They get to and play. he's still alive, by the way. They get to play the die. Lions and the Bears four times. Being top 15 isn't enough. Uh, uh, turd council is going to have to think about it, but we will write this down. You're not. I'm the turd. I am the. You can't be the turd council when you're the turd chooser. I sure as shit can. Always have been. <laughs> I sure as turd can. <laughs> check the check the fucking council minutes. Check the turd in your mailbox, Brandon. My mailbox is full of a voicemail from Tom Shane, so I don't. <laughs> okay. I've been I've been over my limit for three years since you did that. The or turn did that. ruling stands. <laughs> oh, holy shit! Here you, I can't what? believe it. Tom, he's just sitting in on this whole thing the whole he's time. He's been on the Zoom. Wow. Oh man, he's just been minimizing the corner. I I have the gallery view. Um. Okay. Cool. Stu's turd is Zadarius Smith. Hmm. Mm, and his fair. uh his reasoning is he won't lay a finger on rogers on sunday wow i like that that's the turd threshold how about we say no no rogers sacks in the two games i like it okay um, it's fair what does the turd court say yep i just i think the turd court just established the turd threshold so the turd court's comfortable with the turd threshold All right. oh, okay gotcha um, I'm going to go with, uh, Neil Hunter. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we've got, we've got a kicker, Talking two defensive him. lineman. Yeah. Um, I think that he was injured last year and I think the, uh, Shelf life on defensive, like sweet edge rushers is shorter than most people think. It's like a reliever in baseball. I think it might just have, it already, he already peaked. He's post peak. I think he's going to have a couple good moments, but under 10 sacks, very disappointing. Ed Donatello is not going to get what he wants out of Daniel Hunter this year. I'll blame, well, I'll blame Hunter if I have to, because he's my turd, but. Ed's not helping. I don't think he's going to help my guy. Fair enough. Uh, I need. I do need a threshold though. Under ten sacks. Mm. What a turd! Nine sacks. Under this guy double digits. Under double digits sacks. So if he gets nine, nine's a lot. Is it? Yeah. Eh. One more, more than one every other game. Not impressed. He'd be a turd in my eyes because he's supposed if to be go, our guy. If you go eight. Less than eight, then that's less than every other game. Sure. We're not, we're not going to remember this anyway. <laughs> Set. Eight. Gavel. Good. Okay. Now, we're going to go to our next segment, which is wins. John, how many do you have? I got seven. They're going to win seven games. Seven wins. So they're going to be one game worse than last year with, by mm-hmm. and large, the same roster. Is mm-hmm. this due to... Rookie coach, bad game manager, or yep, there's going to be some of that. There's a little bit of that. Some injuries and some injuries and just bad all around. Nick Mullins is going to start at least two games this year. Well, oh boy, that's a take. 
Okay. Seven wins. And not, not Kirk, Kirk's bad, but he's old. And everyone's like, well, he's pretty, he, he, he's pretty durable. Well, I think we all know that at some point that stops being true. Right. And you get old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now, I know. I know. I know what's going to happen here. Oh, I'm going to do it. Brandon, anyway. Don't do it. Chicken. What are you thinking? Oh, and 17. <laughs> <laughs> Furthermore. <clears throat> Furthermore. I'm not done. Okay. The Lions will finish ahead of the Vikings. Whoa, buddy. I am writing this down so we can remember. Lions ahead of Vikings. I don't really know how to whistle. I did my best. Okay. Okay. We're going to get to backup teams in a second. So hold that thought. Um, Stu's prediction is nine and eight. And he says that they're going to go to the playoffs and then lose to the Eagles. Eagles. That's very specific. That's a I like shitty it. season. I hate it. Eagles. Yeah, but nine and eight would be fun, right? No. Just enough That's to. Like, no, it's not fun. There's nothing fun about hovering around 500. Uh-uh. Fun is 14 and three. Fun uh-huh. is 0 and 17. And everybody's going miserable. Nothing in between. The middle ground where you don't quite know from week to week. That's not fun. That's Mm -hmm. miserable. Yeah. I want to be sure. I want to be sure of what I'm watching. I don't want to be confused. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be curious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do not want to be intrigued. I hate being titillated. (laughs) (laughs) I won't. I won't have it. And you're not past forty, so what are the chances it's happening anyway? I mean, it's not my birthday, so <laughs> not gonna happen. Um, I'm gonna go um, <clears throat> the same uh, same thing I've been saying for I think ten years now. Eight wins. Eight, eight, same and one. Shit. Eight, oh yeah, eight, one. let's go eight, eight, and one. Yep, I love it. <clears throat> okay, now let's get to our backup team. Now, chicken, this is your okay. corner. I don't want favorite. to step on it. Well, uh, it's, we do this together. We Brandon, do. And I believe it's always been you and I together. It's been great. For whatever yeah. reason, I don't know why we exclude the others. They're well, John's welcome. Eh, I, All right. I'd, I'd like if we kept excluding him if you wouldn't mind. Going. It's been really good for us just to be us two. You know. I feel like what we've done in the past is I, we talk it through. Mm-hmm. I offer options. Yep. And then ultimately, I kind of, it's almost like going to a restaurant. I'll say, okay, I'll, I'll narrow it down to three, but you got to pick. Mm-hmm. something along those lines. So um, options on the table, the aforementioned kitty cats, Detroit lions. Yeah. I don't know if you followed hard knocks or not. <laughs> um, Dan Campbell, their head coach maniac. Yep. Yep. Lovable, lovable maniac. I think, right. Lovable maniac. I did not see a player on the roster who was lovable. Um. That's what one thing that concerns me. They have this line, little tiny linebacker. They're going to start Rodriguez, Rodrigo, they call him on the show. He's kind of fun. Beyond that, everybody else kind of seems like a like an ass. But uh, the coach is certainly a lovable maniac. Seems like they might have something going down there. Um, 
I am not as high in the purple as many. And I think Chicago is poopy. Although they could have one of those weirdo years where you think they're poopy and they end up being 14 and three. Yep. Um, those years come along often in, in Chicago. Um, and hopefully Green Bay takes an enormous step back. So there, there could be a window for Detroit to step forward. Um, our teams that we pick every year, right? One of the, the standards is that it's kind of like they, they had to be pretty crappy last year. Yes. Ideally, they finished last in their division. Yeah, we're not choosing the Chargers. They had we're to not have choosing losing. the fucking Chiefs no. or the Bills. You can imagine the hand motion I'm doing no. right now. HJ, uh, hand motion mm-hmm. commonly associated with masturbation. Yep. Um, yep. They had to have a losing record. That's a given. Oh, Ideally, yeah. They finished last in their in their division. I think they um, have to be left for dead, wouldn't you say? And they, that's the one thing that concerns me about the Lions is I'm seeing a lot of bandwagon, a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon because yeah, of there's a little bit of. A little bit of yeah, had hard knocks happened, I think the, the kitty cats would be a shoe in for you and I. Right, right. This season, but we don't kind like of... we don't like a crowded bandwagon. We no. like we like um, White Snake, uh, Tony Katane. We like going off on our own, doing our own thing on the hood of a car. That's right. Yeah. So the other candidates out there. Uh, we got a couple. Me? Let me uh, let's just at least talk it through and make sure we feel good about this. I don't. Okay. We got the Seahawks chickens, the chickens. We got not, the chickens. They've been left for dead for damn sure. They might have the thing of like we loved Russell Wilson, but he's a pain in the ass and like a little bit of a, a little bit. ding dong. The witch is dead sort I of vibes going on there. Remember that my son. That's oh, his favorite boy. team. And oh, he's man. Ass. And I can't be. He's a real son of a gun, isn't he? No, I can't be pulling for can't do yeah, it. I think, yeah. You know, I, your boys are maturing. Are yeah. they becoming that way? Where they can, they can kind of be kind of the, get under the old man's skin that way? Oh, God, I wish. Trash talking. I wish they had that in them. They, they don't, don't have do the, the cleverness to them. They're, 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 they're simple boys, chicken. They're just mm-hmm. simple boys. All they want to do is stare at their their iPads and eat their chicken nuggets <laughs> and go to bed a little ten minutes after we say. You know, just a little they don't have they don't have that fight in them, the competitive nature to go, you know what? I want my dad to hate my guts. I them. want him so, to I, I want to get under his skin so bad that he throws stuff at me. Not, you know, not knives, but, you know, a couple pillows here and there. He gets real. They don't have that drive in them right now. I, I hope that they do at some point because, I mean, you know, you love it and you hate it. You got to you got to respect his game, though. Well, I mean, so his troll remember, game is, is, I mean, it's light years ahead of his age, if I remember right. When that tree fell on your house, Brandon, mm-hmm. <laughs> the giant tree fell on your house. Yep. Yeah, and no. you had the the contractor, I, the tree removal contractor, come out. And I had forgotten about it till just now, so thanks. <laughs> what my son would have done is is hacked into my cell phone and called the contractor and canceled them coming <laughs> from my phone so that it looked legitimate. No, I did it. Got it. Got to remove myself. <laughs> Actually, the wind took it away. It's weird. <laughs> Another and, storm the next night. Can you believe it? Picked it right up. Then like block their number or something where I can't return their call. Like, and I'd be like, where the fuck are these guys? Called insurance. Don't need it. No claim needed. 
all out of pocket. He would have done. And like you said, I respect sure. I guess I respect it in a way, but it's yeah, it's just no, I can't go along with it. So the chickens are out, Brandon. I'm sorry you can continue to talk it through, but I just want to get out ahead of it. No, I don't want the chickens either. I just needed to make sure we talked it through. I, I'm I'm out on the Giants. I have no interest in cheering for the Giants. Oh. There's just nothing there for me. There's nothing for me to grab onto. Now they're left for dead, obviously, but I think it's for a good reason. I got nothing for the Jets either. I just not a Zach Wilson guy. Not sure what I'm seeing over there. Fair it enough. makes me think I should. <clears throat> What about, uh, you know, I hate to say it, Jacksonville. Oh, God. You don't want to do that to yourself. Uh, I know, but they had that Urban Meyer thing going on. We hated his guts. They got the young kid with the hair, the flowing hair, which is pretty intriguing. Did he cut it or is it still there? If he cut it, then I'm out. I'm fucking out until he leaves the team. But I don't think he did. You're you're a big Samson guy. You're a big hair guy. Big Um, hair, hair guy. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so that's two different kitty cats. Yeah, it's also um, a kitty cat, which we love. We love the sounds. We, we're good either way there. We like the AFC because it's there's kind of that. What are they even doing over there? The AFC's got that kind yeah, of intrigue. You're not even yeah. sure what's going. What? Like what you, some new stuff that we hadn't even heard of before. Know about? Yeah, yeah. they using two footballs panties. this season. Probably <laughs> just your typical cotton panties stand. But I have to know. Um, so I get that angle. I think you mentioned Russell Wilson when you talked about the chickens. Mm-hmm. Do the Broncos hold any intrigue for you? They were shitty last year. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure they were last in their division. Mm-hmm. They've got to, so the standard we've often used is kind of a good defense, good quarterback, good like coach. That. Yeah, I don't know shit about their defense or their coach. I know they they sucked last year, and they went out and got Wilson. Mm-hmm. who wins the fuck i mean he drives me crazy i hate the wisconsin angle that's right and all everything else about him yeah um, where, where do you stand on that brandon i worry that they got a little bit too much too much intrigue i mean i think they're like favorites oh are they win that uh are they really pretty no, close the yeah. chefs are in their division yep yep but i think they're Chargers are in there. People love that A Bear char- character. Justin A Bear, yes. Yeah, people. Way more people think the Chargers are like the next big thing because of okay. A Bear. Well, plus like a, a huge point in their favor: horse sounds. I love those. I mean, you look, love the horse sounds. I love them. That's uh, true. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's so got, put a pin in that one. I like the Broncos. I also want to make sure. We don't want the Bears, right? No, I I feel like I need to jump in here and say I feel like it should be a rule. It can't be another team in the Vikings division. Oh, okay. Wow. You thought about it. I hate the Vikings, though. So I don't care about that rule. I hate the Vikings, too, but that doesn't mean anything. (laughs) It's the Lions, John. I I understand if we're talking about the Packers. Yes, of course. We can't be doing that. Or the Bears. But it's the Lions. They're 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 why, in our division, but not really in our division. Not really. Why not would really. you? Why would you ever willingly get involved with the Detroit Lions? That's the like, question. It would be like point. being an NBA fan in 2022 and not from the Upper Midwest and being like, you know, who I like the Timberwolves. Yeah, I like that they fail every. They're year. the Timberwolves of the I NFL. I like that they make their fans miserable. Isn't Imagine meeting somebody from like. 
Toledo. It was like, I've just right. always been a Wolves fan. You'd immediately just start backing up like Homer into the corn. But we're not, uh, we haven't always been Lions fans. We're latching onto them. Wouldn't this be the year you'd want to let that you'd be like, yeah, I get why outsiders this season are latching onto the, to the timber pups. I would no. take them, but it's just a mm-hmm. little, I mean, Jared Goff. I don't true, like it. True. His name's Goff. Yeah, but Dan Campbell, like the guy, he's just such a weirdo. Like, he's a guy fucking weirdo. Like, You're fuck? right. The he's the number said, one sportive guy. He's the most sportive guy in the NFL, no, isn't he? Most sportive by far. By a long shot. He said, he said that he and his dog eat a quart of ice cream every night. Love that. And then insinuated <laughs> that he only said that to throw other teams off the scent. <laughs> No, I like it. You got to put it genuinely in. insane. God, that's play good. Card over your mouth. You got to throw him off when you're eating ice cream. He still has the play card over his mouth. Yeah. What's the play card over the dog's mouth when it's eating the ice cream? God, that's. That's a tough one to overcome, man. That's really funny. Uh, I don't think we want the Houston Texans. There's not much no, going no, over there. We don't want no. Houston. We're not we get that. a little bit of good karma for getting rid of uh, old. Uh, Massage Sean. lover. Yeah, that's fair. But, but not enough to think it, that Isn't Lovey gonna... Smith their coach? Or is he really? We're not. I mean, God going... bless him. Seems like We're a friendly guy, but there's Davis Mills, also nope. the son of a toothpaste <laughs> uh, magnet. The other one is, I also don't think this one, but I, it's another left for dead team uh, the Atlanta Falcons. I think they're left for dead for a good reason. I don't even know who their quarterback is. I think it's Mariota. Sitting here thinking that I don't know if it's Mariota. I'm not touching him if it's him. It's Mariota or the rookie Ritter. I have, to John's point, I have far more against the Atlanta Falcons than I do against the Detroit Lions for yep. 1998. Uh, far more hatred for Atlanta than I do Detroit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I can't do it. Yeah. Okay. I think those are our big, uh, our main ones that I just wanted to talk through. No, I have no, uh, I have nothing. We, you know, we, we had the Carolina Panthers for a couple of years. They were great for us. Yeah. But I think we, I just don't want to go to the well too many times. No. Cleveland Browns. No, thank you. Never again. Not touching you with a 50 foot pole. Never. No, I'll not. Especially if they, yeah. As long, so long as they have knucklehead. Yep. The Indianapolis that. Colts, Matt Ryan, that's not our thing. We like the we like the real up and comer. They're kind of like the purgatory type team. They've been around Colts for a while. Were, they made the playoffs a bunch of Colts times were in a row. Good last year. Yeah, they're good. They're not I think the Colts had a winning record last season. Like we can't I don't think they're even eligible. Same with the Saints. They're not eligible, right? No, they're just always like good enough. I never pick those it. I got guys. Way more against the Saints than yeah. I do the Bears. Num, num, I maybe I hate the Bears. we should rank at some point. Not now. It's like one thirty in the morning. But uh, at some point, most hated franchises in order. I hate it's them all. Yeah, the, the top two yeah, are the yeah. Packers and the Saints for sure. Packers, Saints have got to be. Then the Bears and the Lions are probably three and four. I don't know. No, Atlanta's probably Atlanta's probably above the Lions. I've got other teams. I, I think just Atlanta's don't... behind the Bears, but. Bears three. Well, yeah, I we'll just, have to look we'll into the this. Cowboys are up there. There's so many hateable NFL teams. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. What about the Eagles? For some reason, not a fan. I hate them. I hate them all. They're, hate they're the all in the top five. Hate they're Washington. The top hate five. the Commanders. <laughs> the Commanders is another one that's been left for dead, but I... No. I, I don't do it. Uh-uh. I can't get involved in that. Why? Who's, who's even their quarterback? Carson Wentz? You don't want to be in bed with that guy. Carson Wentz? Ginger fuck. Everybody hates him. Carson Wentz. You don't want to... All right, fine. Fine. So that we're left back where we started. We got three on the table. The Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars, the Lions, or the Broncos. Oh, man, it's it would be so hard to root for the Jaguars, but they're in the AFC, which I appreciate. John, what is your opinion on this one? Well, rooting for a team in the AFC South mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like deciding you're going to be a huge fan of Belgian soccer or something like that. I'm nodding, but just, I don't get it. it. It makes no sense whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Your I did team always, I mean, the one good thing I guess is that every AFC South game, I don't know when they made this rule, but it seems to be true. Every AFC South game has to be played on Thursday night. So you'll always have something to watch on Thursday night. That's true. I don't I don't get the NFL network, so I'll never get to see them. Is the NFL network <laughs> still showing Thursday night games? I don't know. I don't get TNT either, so it doesn't really matter. It's one of those two. Hold on, you don't get TNT? No. <laughs> How is that possible? Do you have a television? It's a funny joke. I love the yeah. NFL network joke. It was very good. Um Okay. Well, I uh geez. I guess we're right back where we started. I wasn't able to get past any, make any more sense than Dan Campbell's lions. Young quarterback on the Jaguars. Oh man. Nobody is on the Jaguars bandwagon. That main. Nobody has ever been on the Jaguars bandwagon. That flow, that salad. We're going with, with Jags, the Jags. Man. The cat noises get better every time. Jaguars. Yes. We Jaguars. actually oh, took a half day today so we could work on it together. <laughs> uh, We've been on Brandon? this Zoom for nine hours. <laughs> Brandon. Yeah. How many points I'm looking now? I've just looked them up. How many points did the Jaguars score last season? Jaguars scored last season. Let's say there were 17 games. Let's say they scored 20s. I'll go uh, 360. Nope. I heard he stopped when you said three hundred. <laughs> when he went no, no. so like that, I was out. Is it more than a hundred? Tell me it's more than a hundred. <laughs> more than a hundred. <laughs> Is it more than two hundred? It's got to be more than two hundred. More right? than two hundred. Oh, oh well, that's two ninety. Two ninety. Do I see no less? I'm looking to see. Do I see anybody else that has fewer points? Do I see anybody else that's in the 200s? <laughs> come on, no. come on. Give me 200s. Do not see anybody else. Come on, Houston. Oh, no, I see one. Okay. Okay. The All right. 270. They by they were by far the lowest scoring team in the league, the Jaguars. Okay. Oh, with 253 points. <laughs> 253 points. Not great, Bob. How many, how many did they allow? Let's see how many teams allowed more points. Allowed more. Take a guess how many points they. 
uh, uh, the Vikings gave up 426, so four, 426. Four, yeah, four, 457. 457. Jesus. A Christ. lot. They allowed 200 more points than they scored. That's not a winning yes. recipe. More than have, why do they do that? 204 minus 204. Minus Oh my God. That's like 11 points a game on average. <laughs> It includes wins. They lost every game by two touchdowns. Holy shit. Wow, this is... uh, Well, this will put hair on her chest. Who's their coach? Their coach is Brian Dayball, I believe. I'm doing this from memory. It's not Urban Meyer. That's huge. I thought their coach... Isn't it... uh, No, wait a minute. That's the Giants coach I'm thinking. Jax, this is the oh. best part of the podcast is when we just are Googling. I know who it is. He's won the Super Bowl. Oh, it's Dougie P. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson of Philadelphia Eagles fame that won a cor- that won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles at quarterback. So he's had some miracles happen before. But he wore out his welcome actually pretty quickly, which is kind of weird. So I don't know if he's a great coach, but Man, is there anything better than being the coach after Urban Meyer? No, that's yep. You, I mean, you historically bad coaching. Oh, wow! So now I'm going down to Jacksonville Jaguars hole. So I Wikipedia them and their front office and head coaching, etc. Yep, yep. Their general manager, so the big chief, the guy in charge, is is a guy named Trent Bulky. Oh, Trent. man. I feel like Bulky. I know that name. I don't know how you would know him, and but how you might know him. Do you know where he went to college? Where did Ooh. he graduate from college? Concordia St. Paul. God, you're so close. Am I really? Hamlin. St. Thomas. Augsburg. You're in the right state. Met- Metro State. I'm in the right state. Keep uh, going north. South, South Carbondale. Duluth. Keep going north. I can't think of a college further north. Saint Scholastica, Rainy River Community College. <laughs> That's a four-year degree. War Road College, Bemidji, <laughs> Bemidji State. State, Bemidji State, War Road oh. College, War Road College. Yes, the esteemed yeah, War Road College, is a famous institution. War Road U, knowing love. Their general manager has. An, I'm not denigrating this at all, but it certainly is a interesting path to a, an executive position in an NFL franchise. He's an executive. He mm. has a, a degree from Bemidji State in physical education. Holy fucking shit. That's remarkable. That is incredible. What a come up. Again, I'm not denigrating that in any way, but that is not that, that is certainly unique to be. No, you go to Bemidji manager. State and you go to like notable alumni, like that hallway. And most of it is just like yes. the local gym teacher. It's, and they are all finished. They've all got 800 vowels in their name. Right. I know exactly the hallway that you're talking about. Yeah. It's and like Sven, back. who owns the bar in town. He's one of our most Lind- successful graduates. Sven. Lindengard. Lindengard. <laughs> Son with three S's. <laughs> and an umlaut. And I just. A bunch of J's. I don't know. Letters. Backwards J. Why, Why is it Backwards. Like- Holy Man, shit. okay. Yeah, this is a... mm. 
that's gonna be that's gonna be good for us. Character building. Yeah. So much character. So maybe you knew. Well, he was an outside linebacker at Bemidji State. Well, there you go. Okay. He's from Wisconsin, which now that makes me nervous. Oh. That's what you get for. I told you not to get on the dark web. (laughs) (laughs) And the dark web. Uh, Dark web. I want to keep talking, but we really got to wrap this thing up. It's yeah, we got we, we, we got, got top, top six, six to come up. We got We got to. Uh, we got to get to our top six. I want to talk twins. I'm not ready to talk about twins. I don't think we're ever going to no. be ready to talk about them again. No. It was just like what a what a nightmare season. We'll wrap it up at some point. I, I want to talk. About, I can't believe how close the twins are to first place, and how much every twins fan just wants the season to be the heck over with, so they don't have to think about it. Anymore. One of the worst, emotionally worst seasons that I can remember in many years. We'll get to that. I want to talk go for football. We ran out of time to do that. We'll talk about that very soon as well. Um, let's finish up with uh, Stu's top six. Did yep. he tell? Did did he write you the precursor of why it's six? Uh, no, he he didn't say this week why it's top six either. Well, it's more than uh, other popular podcasts do top five. We do a top six mm-hmm. because we care. We that do much a top more. six. Not enough. We don't care one, enough to actually cash the checks that louder. we get. But yeah. No. <laughs> We forgot our login, but we still care a lot. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Uh, John, you're up. All right. This is, it's very timely. Uh, this is Stu's top six this week is the top six features of Debo Samuel running for nine yards on third and seven, leading to San Francisco's 13 to 10 victory over Green Bay in the NFC divisional playoffs of Lambeau Field. Oh, I love this. <laughs> in the snow. Snow is falling. All right. Here we go. Number six, Debo is a great football name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, totally agree. That's one of the top six features of Debo Samuel running for nine yards on third and seven, leading to San Francisco's thirteen to ten victory over Green Bay in the uh-huh. NFC Divisional Playoffs at Lambeau Field. Number five, <laughs> it was cold as shit, and all those bozos had to drive home. <laughs> that's, that's a huge. I'm glad that made top five because that's a really big part yeah, of it. That's can't a big. Wait factor. to see what the other four are because that was a big one. <laughs> how do you top that? You know how like uh, the frigid walk back to your car. Have you ever felt so stupid as a fan when you had to make that walk? Oh, nightmare! And it's never. This has never happened to us. <laughs> right. Nothing like that mm. has ever happened to the Vikings or no, the sir. Nope. All right. Number four. The tackling on that play, uh, the tackling was so bad on that play, it was like they brought Clay Matthews out of retirement for one more drive. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because it's true. Yep. They only get better from here. Number three, the Green Bay Packers suck and are ugly. (laughs) God, there's two more after the ball. That's the one. (laughs) Number two, a running play on third and long. LOL, 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 you fucking dorks. <laughs> Norv Turner, LOL, Norv Turner, LOL. Oh, man. There's more? There's more. And the, the number one, this has been very profane. Um, and not surprisingly. Number one, the, the top feature of Debo Samuel running for nine yards on third and seven, leading to San Francisco's 13 to 10 victory over Green Bay in the NFC Divisional Playoffs at Lambeau Field. Number one, eat shit, Aaron. <laughs> that was Stu's top six. Good really six. good. It's good it's, top six. They've always been great. Well, any parting words of wisdom from either one of you? Eat shit, Aaron. <laughs>
You no longer have a friend in the diamond. <laughs> this is Tom Shane. Uh, it was funnier this time than it was last time. And last time it was the funniest thing ever. Yep, exactly. Uh, okay, signing off. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Bye, everyone. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.